together. First Samuel chapter 17 and verse number 45. The Bible says, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beast of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Verse 47, the Bible said, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. Notice this here will help all of us for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the armies to meet the Philistines. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone. Notice this word, he did not aim it. David was not a good shot, but the Bible said, and slang it, and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him, but there was no sword. Notice here, in his hand. You and I may be facing a Goliath this morning, but you and I will not overcome it with our hands. You can be seated. We'll pray. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity, Lord, just to be in your house today. Lord, just to worship you. Lord, I ask you, Lord, you take the word that was read this morning. Lord, the word of God, drive it down deep in our hearts. Lord, help us. We do ask you, Lord, if there is one this morning that does not know you as their Lord and Savior, Lord, I ask you that you draw and bring them to repentance and save them. Lord, I ask you if there's some in the building this morning, Lord, that's got a giant before them. Lord, I pray that you help them. Lord, overcome their Goliath. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. We do humbly pray. Amen. First Samuel chapter 17 records one of the most famous, one of the most famous accounts in the entire Bible. Notice here we find that it is known as the battle or the face-off, or the fight of the Philistine giant we know as Goliath, and the little shepherd boy, David. Now, in humans' eyes, this battle does not seem fair. In humans' eyes, this battle seems that could only go one way. But when you and I began to start looking at 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we began to compare these two opponents, we began to look at Goliath of Gath, and we began to look at David, just a little shepherd boy watching over his father's flock. We we come to realize real quick that there is no comparison at all. In 
in these two components that it does not even seem right that this little boy David should be going home such a man as Goliath and we find here in 1 Samuel 17 as all of Israel fears all of Israel wants to run from their giant that David is ready to step up and David is ready to face what Saul is not willing to face what his brothers is not willing to face and David is willing to face the giant that is before God's people so I want to preach just for a few moments on overcoming our giant before we get in to the message I want to look at just three things in comparison between Goliath and David that is no that is no comparison in these man David David and in our eyes is no opponent for Goliath for Goliath laughed him to scorn even Saul said David thou art but a youth but this man is a man of war from his youth David stood several feet or Goliath stood several feet over David but David was not afraid to face his giant and first of all when we look and compare these two there is no comparison first of all in their size notice here when men when men fight in the day and hour which we live in for entertainment on television they always equal up their size equal up by weight well this here was not an equal fight by weight this was not an equal fight by skill for notice the size of Goliath here in in 1 Samuel 17 and verse number 4 the Bible said and there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath the Bible said here familiar uh, this morning whose height was six cubits in a span we notice here if a cubit is roughly uh, 18 inches long uh, that Goliath of Gath stood uh, some over nine feet tall and we notice here uh, his size uh, was in no comparison uh, to David's size we notice here uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 33 uh, that Saul begins to tell us and describe to us uh, David's size verse 33 of 1 Samuel 17 the Bible said and Saul said to David thou art not able to go against this Philistine uh, to fight with him for thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth and if you and I are not careful when our giants come up in our life the enemy the tempter will say just like he said to David and he may use those one that seem close to you Saul was David's king David looked up to Saul but Saul's words was filled to discourage David Saul said thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight him. Why? Why did Saul say that? Because Saul was looking at the size of David and comparing it unto the size of Goliath. And we oftentimes begin to size up our size up our ability to our giant that we may be facing. It could be anything this morning, any giant. 
that may be in my life or your life or our family's life. And the, and the discourager will come and say, you're not able to go against the Philistine. You're not able to stand up and fight him. But can I tell you, David was not looking at his size. David was not relying on his size. But David was relying on the strength of the Lord to fight this Philistine for him. And friend, this morning, you and I, when we face our giant, we're not to look at our size. We're not to look at our ability. But we are to look at the ability of the Lord Jesus Christ and to look and to rely on His strength. Saul should have had as much faith as little David. David here was not relying on his eyes. David was not looking. David was not looking to the size of Goliath. Why? Why was Israel, why was Israel afraid of Goliath? Because they began to look at his size. They began to look at what they thought God had ability to overcome them. But David, David did not look at his size, his own size. And David did not look at the size of Goliath. But David stood there and he began to look and to began to meditate on the size of his God and the strength of his God. And if you and I get our eyes on Jesus, you and I get our eyes on his strength and his ability, there'll be no giant that can overcome you and I. Not only is there no comparison in their size, but there's no, there's no, uh, there's no ability or there's no comparison rather than the supply of their armor. Notice here we see their size was no comparison. For Goliath stood uh, head over heels over little David. But there's also no comparison in the supply of their armor. Notice here in verse uh, uh, verse number uh, 4 of, uh, or, or 5 rather in 1 Samuel 17. And he said, and he had a helmet talking about Goliath. Uh, a helmet of brass upon his head. And he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. And he, had a, and he had greaves of brass upon his leg. And a target of brass between his shoulders. And the, in verse 7, And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing a shield went before him. Uh, Goliath was built like an armor tank going after the armies of Israel. Uh, notice here, his whole armor weighed some 125 pounds. Uh, was Goliath uh, toting around. Uh, his armor was in no comparison of the armor of David. We find here in, in 1 Samuel 17 and verse number 45, uh, David shows us and describes to us uh, the uh, the armor of Goliath. How that Goliath came against little David. Here we find, then said David in verse 45 to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a 
shield. We find here that Goliath's armor is uh, to the human eyes. No comparison to the armor of David. Well, I thought David was armed. Well, he was. Notice here in verse number 38. And Saul armed David with his armor. And he put on a helmet of brass upon his hand. Little David got the same helmet of brass as Goliath got. But notice here. And also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor. And he is said to go, for he had to not proved it. And David said to Saul, after Saul armored David up to face his giant, here's what David said. And David said unto Saul, verse 39, I cannot go with these. Notice here in verse 39, for I have not proved them. And David put them all from him. David did not need the armor like Goliath had, for Goliath was coming to David with an armor of flesh. Goliath was relying on his own ability and upon the armor that was built with human hands. But notice here David's armor in verse number 40. And David took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook. That five smooth stones. If you if you know the Bible and know the numbers in the Bible, that there five is a number of grace. David took grace with him to fight this battle. Well, the Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God. God gifted David uh, to be able to face uh, this armor, uh, or to face this giant uh, out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag uh, and which he had even in a scrip and his sling in his hand. Their armor is no comparison for Goliath here in verse number 45, he has a sword in his hand He has a spear and he has a shield. But little David, all he has is a sling in his hand and a shepherd's staff. And he has five smooth stones in his bag. There's no comparison in this armor. But can I tell you, just like David was not relying on his size, but David was relying on the strength of God. Well, David was not relying on the armor. He was relying on Almighty God to fight his battle for him. Notice here, not only do we see there's no comparison in their size, there's no comparison in their supply of armor, but notice here, there's no comparison. This Here's what makes the difference. It's not their size. It's not the supply of their armor. But it's their soul that makes the difference. Goliath here was going to fight his battle. And Goliath was going to try to defile the armies of God relying upon Goliath. But David here, David here knew. He knew he could not fight this giant. David had some sense about it. He knew he could not face this giant, for he was just a little shepherd boy. 
But David went and faced his giant, not relying on himself, but he was relying on his Savior. He was relying on his Lord. And you know what? If you and I are going to have to face, you and I will face giants in our life. It may be giants of temptation. It may be giants of sin. It may be, it may be giants at the job, wherever it may be. You and I as Christians, we will face giants. But when we face them, we're not to look at their size. But we're not to look at our size, but we're to look at the strength of God. We're not to look at their armor. We are to rely on the Almighty God. And we are to not look at ourselves, but look at our Savior. I want to give you three things real quick and we're done. I want to give you three things the Lord helped us on on overcoming our Goliath. Every single one of us in here today has a Goliath in our life. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, there's a Goliath in mine and in your life that we must overcome. Three things real quick and we'll be done on overcoming our Goliath. Number one, we find it in verse number, uh, verse number two, three of verse, or chapter 17 of 1 Samuel. You and I are going to overcome our Goliath. You and I are going to overcome our giant. Notice here what it says in verse number 2. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. Verse number 3. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. If you and I are going to overcome our giant, number one, we don't need to fear the valley. These men of Israel and Saul, they feared the valley. Because there in the valley, they thought that if they went into the valley, they would be defeated. When they saw the valley... It discouraged them. Notice here what the Bible says in, in verse number in verse number 10. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that I may fight, that we may fight together. Verse 11, and Saul and all of Israel heard these words of the Philistines. They were dismayed and greatly afraid. They was frightened because of what they heard coming from the valley. They was afraid to face the valley. They feared the valley. But what they, what they had forgotten was God did miracles in the valley. God did miracles in the valley. For it was David. It was David that said in Psalms 23... It was the David that says in verse 4, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Why was they, why didn't they not face their giant? Because they feared the valley. 
But David, David did not fear the valley, for David had faith that God would overcome the valley. David was the one that wrote, though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. David knew the Lord would be with him. David knew God would uh, supply all of his needs. Uh, And you may be in a valley this morning. It feels like uh, it may be in a valley you're in or I'm in. But can I tell you the battle will be fought in the valley. It wasn't on the mountaintop that they was going to fight their battle. When you and I are on the mountaintop, everything seems to go well. But it's when we're in the valley that we've got to stand and face the valley and do not fear the valley and fight the battle. Let God fight the battle through us that He has set before us. Notice here, not only, not only are we to don't fear the valley, but how is David able to overcome this giant? How was David able to overcome this giant? Well, first of all, he didn't fear the valley. Second of all, this morning, he did not forget past victories. He did not forget past victories. Israel was afraid to go through the valley, number one, because they feared the valley. Number two, because they forgot past victories. They forgot all about God delivering them out of the hand of Pharaoh. They forgot the man of God, Moses, as he led them to the Red Sea. And he stood forth his hand and God parted the sea and they went through on dry land. They forgot about Joshua leading them over Jordan. They forgot all that God did to them and for them. They forgot the past victories in their life. And if you and I are ever going to overcome our giant, we cannot forget the past victories that God has brought us through. Notice here in verse number 34 of 1 Samuel. And David said unto Saul, thy servant. Saul just got done discouraging David. But notice here, David didn't let it bother him. David said in verse 34, And David said unto Saul, Thy servant has kept the father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took the lamb out of the flock. Notice here the personal pronouns. I want us to notice the personal pronouns David uses in this text. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him out of his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant, he is saying to Saul, slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defiled the armies of the living God. Notice these personal pronouns in the life of David and in these two verses. But notice what David says real quick in verse number 37. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. Notice here his words of faith. Why? 
Because he remembers his past victories. And our past victories will boost our faith when we face our valley. Notice here, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistines. Notice here, David. David said, in other words, you know what's your problem, Saul? You know what's your problem, the armies of Israel? Is that you think that you're going to defeat Goliath on yourself. And you know you can't. But I did not, I did not take the lion by my hands. I did not slew the bear with my hands. But he says, moreover, the Lord that delivered me, He will deliver me out of the hands of the Philistines. David said, you're relying on yourself to face this giant. He said, but I'm relying on God as He did in days gone by to deliver me out of this giant. And you know what will help you and I more than anything when we begin to face life's giants is to know that there is a God that has already brought us out of trouble. If you're saved by God's amazing grace, God's done reached down in the valley one day and picked you up when you and I was lost and on our way to hell, facing the damnation of hell, facing devil's torment and devil's pain. And God reached down farther than you and I could reach up and pulled us out of the pits of hell and set our feet on a solid rock and if you and I began to remember that and remember what God's done for you and I that you and I cannot do for ourselves, we will be able to face all of life's problems and all of life's giants because if you're saved by God's amazing grace you and I have already overcome the biggest giant and that is the grip of sin that it had on mine in your life and God it was that brought us out of our biggest giant and David said you're relying on yourself he said but I remember what God done for me in days gone by and he'll do it again and then thirdly and I'm done if you and I are going to overcome our giant that is mocking notice it mocked David it cursed David It cursed David's God. If you and I are going to overcome such a giant as that, notice here, notice here, we do not fear the valley. We do not forget past victories. And then lastly, let faith fight. Let faith fight, which brought victory to David. Notice what David said in verse number number 45. He said to Saul, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. He said, But I come in the name of the Lord, of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, or the God of the armies of Israel, whose thou hast defiled. Then notice here is faith. David's letting faith instead of flesh fight his battle. It is interesting what David says or what is said about David in verse 50. But there was no sword in the hand of David. When you and I, if we overcome our giants, it will not be fought with our hands. 
It will not be fought with the flesh, but David fought the giant that was pursuing against his life and pursuing against the armies of Israel. David fought it by faith. That's why Paul said to young Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. It is a fight every single day of our life. We face giants every day, but we will conquer them with faith. Notice David's faith. He said, this day will. He did not say, this day may the Lord deliver me. But he said to him, he faced his giant and said, this day the Lord will deliver me unto thy hand. Or will deliver the Lord will deliver thee into my hand and I will smite thee and thy head from thee I will give the carcass of hosts of the Philistines this day under the fowls of the air. Why did David say all that? Because in verse 47 he said, For the battle is the Lord's. Well, how did David fight his battle? He fought it by faith. Notice in verse number 49. And David put his hand. I thought she said he didn't fight with his hands. He didn't. Notice what he said. David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone. Notice here, and slang it. I like those words, slang it. He didn't aim it. He didn't put a bullseye on Elias' forehead. I believe this little shepherd boy covered his eyes and just slang that rock. And God got behind that rock and made it like a missile. And made it sunk right in the forehead of Goliath. What do you mean, preacher? You and I can't fight our battles. But if we just put forth a little effort of faith, God will take it and He'll drive it down deep into the forehead of our giant. And God will defeat our giant. Notice what it said. And smote the Philistine in the forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead. David Little shepherd boy David, he didn't have the strength to make this stone sink into this giant's forehead. But when God's strength is fighting the battle, it'll do what man is incapable of doing. All we've got to do is have faith to be able to put forth a little bit of faith and God will take it from there. Notice here in verse 50. So David prevailed over the Philistines. How? With a sling. All he did was sling it. With a sling. You don't have to, you don't have to be some Bible scholar to overcome giants. You don't have to be a preacher to overcome giants. You don't have to be a Sunday school teacher to overcome giants. You just got to be saved by God's grace and willing to put forth a little bit of effort and just sling a little bit of faith and God will get behind it and drive it and defeat the giant that is before us. David overcome his giant when he allowed faith to fight his battle. As 